Two more bowls to preview. The Camellia Bowl, Georgia Southern versus Buffalo, and the Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. I host Afternoons in Mobile, Alabama, covering the South Alabama Jaguars on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP. And prior to that, hosting mornings on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette, Louisiana, covering the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. We'll preview two bowl games uh, and one a little uh, interesting. Actually, both of them are very interesting. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, bet online where the game starts. All right, so we'll do these in order as both the Camellia Bowl and Birmingham Bowl are being played on Tuesday, December 27th. We tried to get all these bowl games out before bowl season starts, which is actually today, right? You get the Bahama Bowl, uh, and then Troy uh, is playing uh, in Orlando on Friday uh, as well. Uh, but you do have Georgia Southern playing Buffalo. And the little intrigue in this one is uh, Kyle Van Treese, the Georgia Southern quarterback. Didn't play one year, not two, not three, not four, five years he was at Buffalo before getting an extra COVID year and a grad transfer uh, to play at Georgia Southern. Uh, and Georgia Southern was having a pretty good season uh, this year until they ran into South Alabama, and they took a little bit of time to uh, recover. Uh, they yeah, were one of those three teams, uh, along with, who was it, uh, Marshall uh, beating Notre Dame and uh, App State beating A&M. On all the same day, uh, Georgia Southern beat uh, Nebraska 45-42. Uh, uh, Kyle Van Treese with a QB sneak, uh, the difference, or a QB draw, that uh, was a difference in that ball game. They lost UAB, which is no great shame. And then they beat Ball State. Then they lose a couple of close ball games. I mean, they win three out of their first four. Then they lose to Coastal Carolina on a leaping touchdown. All right, that doesn't happen very often, but 34-30 at Coastal. Lost to Georgia State, uh, 41-33. Come back and a really big ball game against James Madison. James Madison was ranked 25th. First time JMU had ever been ranked in the top 25. And... You know, JMU, top offense and top defense in the Sun Belt at the time. And Georgia Southern beat them 45-38. They were rolling after a 28-23 victory over Old Dominion. And they had South Alabama where they wanted. Uh, Carter Bradley, first play of the game, throws a pick six. And it's 7-0. Then they go three and out. And Kyle Van Treese leads them on a touchdown drive. And it's 14-0. I think Carter Bradley got another touch, got a touchdown after that. Made a 14-7, but Georgia Southern comes right back, makes it 21-7. Georgia Southern stops South Alabama at that point in time. And this was the week that uh, South Alabama had a bunch of guys mispracticed due to the flu. And because of all of that, heading into the week, uh, Kane Womack thought we may have to steal a possession. So be ready for that. And that's what they did. They did a fake punt. Todd, and by the way, Georgia Southern obliged because they rushed the kicker, sort of blitzed, if you will. And Todd Justice, the Justice Jet, 
ran for about 30 yards. Uh, if he waited just a little bit more to set up his block, he may have scored a touchdown on the play. But it was all almost all South Alabama after that, right? A 21 to 7 Georgia Southern lead. South Alabama wins 38-31. So that's a what is that? 31 to 10 run to end the ball game. And that was another ball game where South Alabama just at the end of the game just ran it down Georgia Southern's throat. May have been, was that the play? Is that the drive? All 11, well, all seven plays. I think they actually had, let's see, a 10 play drive. Is that all uh, running LaDainian Webb? No. And they ran a lot. Maybe that was the week before against Arkansas State. But uh, LaDainian Webb had a big ball game in that one. And they it took a little bit of time. Anyway, South Alabama beats Georgia Southern 38 31. And it just took forever for Georgia Southern uh, to get over it, uh, which was not the following week against. I think the uh the Cajuns where they got blown out it's a short week they never really recovered Cajuns jumped out to a seven nothing lead scored 20 in the second and go on to a 36 to 17 uh victory and all of a sudden Georgia Southern's lost a couple of ball games in a row uh and then they couldn't get off the mat against Marshall a really tough uh this was a home game actually a really tough defensive team. Marshall had the up and down season. They were on the upside. Uh, and Georgia Southern's high-powered offense shut out in the second half. It was 20-10 to 10 at halftime. Not out of reach by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but Marshall th- uh, had only three points in the second half. That was all the scoring for either team. So now Georgia Southern is going to play their rival, App State, as much as I guess Georgia State thinks the rival is Georgia Southern and Georgia State. Uh, due to playing at FCS level, it really is App State and Georgia Southern. And this was as classic a ball game uh, as you can imagine. And I'm sure uh, they will not forget about this in Statesboro, maybe forever. 51-48, double overtime. Uh, Georgia Southern uh, comes away uh, with a victory. Uh, I mean, just a crazy ball game. I think I counted like seven at the time. Seven lead changes and three ties. And that's before overtime. That's before overtime. I mean, the team stats don't really matter, right? I mean, App State, 629 yards. Georgia Southern, 487 yards. Kyle Van Treese, a really impressive uh, 389 yards, 35 for 52. Chase Bryce was only 15 of 26. The difference is App State ran for 376, and Georgia Southern only uh, 98. The, the time of possession relatively even, 32 to 27, 32 and a half to 27 and a half. But just a classic ball game. Uh, they rush the field in double overtime. Clay Helton after the game, pure emotion. There's nothing better than college football. It's the absolute best. Uh, and it was really cool to see, you know, the former USC coach uh, get a big win and also get to a bowl game, right? This was, for all intents and purposes, it was a game to see who goes bowling. App State has two games against FCS schools. You can only use one towards the sixth to go bowling, and so they needed to win a seventh ball game. Georgia Southern only had five wins, so they needed the sixth uh, to go bowling. Uh, and Georgia Southern, you know, got off the mat, uh, and it took them three ball games uh, because, again, they were – I mean, what was their record? They had won three out of four, and, I mean, they were – Georgia Southern, let's see, uh, three and three. They were five and three. I mean, that's pretty good, and you got – Three of your next four games are at home. That's really good. Except 
they lost two of those three home games and the one on the road. So uh, they went from uh, five and three to five and six, and they get a big win against App State uh, to go bowling. And again, Kyle Van Trees will be taking on uh, his former team, uh, the Buffalo uh, Bulls. Uh, let's see the matchup between these two teams. Points per game relatively the same, 33 to 29. Points allowed, Georgia Southern, as you would imagine, a 6-6 six and six club, 30, uh, 32 points. So they allow about the same amount of points as they score. Buffalo is 29 and 27. Uh, total yards per game, Georgia Southern, about 90 more yards than Buffalo, 468 to 376. And they mostly do it in the air. Uh, 327 yards to 232. They both oddly rush for 140 yards. The big difference is Georgia Southern's defense, and this may have to do with what App State did, they give up 500 yards a game. Georgia Southern's defense struggles just a little bit. Buffalo's isn't much better, it should be noted. They give up almost 400 yards a game. So it's going to be an interesting test on, and you got Buffalo's pass defense, which gives up 216 yards a game. But the rushing gives up 175 yards a game. So we'll see what Georgia Southern does. Georgia Southern is going to throw the football. All right, that's what Georgia Southern does. All right, Cole Snyder from Buffalo, you know, threw it 422 times. Kyle Van Trees threw it 559 times. So we'll see if Georgia Southern wants to adapt to what Buffalo is giving them. And they could run it. Uh, very well. Line is Georgia Southern by three and a half. I will take the Sun Belt uh, Georgia Southern Eagles. It could be an interesting ball game. It is Tuesday, uh, the 27th. That is a, I guess it's a noon Eastern time game, an 11 a.m. Central time game. Uh, it should be a good one. And what a way for Kyle Van Trees to go out. Um, I'm sure someone had to notice that was the case, that they're putting uh, the, uh, the transfer quarterback against his former team. Uh, but I would look for, for uh, also the over 67 is the over under <laughs> in this one. I still may take uh, the over should be noted. As we mentioned, Georgia Southern lost their three out of four ball games. So did Buffalo Buffalo talk about an up and down season. Buffalo went Oh, and three. Then they won five street, five straight ball games. Then they lost three straight Ohio central Michigan and an overtime to Kent state. Uh, they, uh, played Akron late. I think that was due to the snowstorm in Buffalo. Uh, and they won that ball game uh, by one. And that was to go to a bowl game. Uh, and they get uh, Georgia Southern. So uh, both these teams, relatively even, I will take a Georgia Southern uh, for uh, the win and uh, the cover. All right. We will come back and uh, talk about uh, the Birmingham Bowl. Also very interesting uh, with Grayson McCall, the Coastal Carolina quarterback who has decided to move on, but in his decision announced that he was going to play in the bowl game. And that makes it interesting because of where they're playing. it. In the meantime, or but first, I should say, let me tell you about a bet online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every, bas- every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those too at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
All right, so the uh, the uh, we did the Camellia Bowl. Now let's do the Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. Uh, and again, two high-powered offenses in this one. But again, Grayson McCall, the three-time Sunbelt Player of the Year quarterback, has decided to move on. I don't know if that was in conjunction with Jamie Chadwell, who goes to Liberty, wondering if Liberty is a better a, a job. But when Coastal's playing one million and Liberty's paying four million, it's a better job. Uh, but Grayson McCall has two years left uh, to go. Uh, he had a big, uh, big season. He did miss a couple of ball games, maybe three ball games. But he was back for the uh, Sunbelt Championship game. 24 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Still threw for 2,600 yards. Uh, and um, Coastal got by a lot this year, probably because of Grayson McCall, to be honest with you. They played one bad ball game with Grayson McCall. That was a loss to Old Dominion. And we'll get to that uh, in a second. But Grayson McCall playing in the Birmingham Bowl, why this is important, apparently he's interested in going to Auburn. Apparently, when Hugh Freeze got the job at Auburn, he called Hugh Freeze. He's supposed to visit Auburn, certainly by the time this game uh, has been, uh, will, uh, will be played. And I would not be surprised if he decides to transfer to Auburn before this game is played. So Auburn fans in Birmingham, which is not too far away, will be able to check out perhaps their uh, new prolific uh, quarterback, and that could be a very good fit for uh, Hugh Freeze's uh, offense. Uh, these two teams also very even. Coastal Carolina, let's talk about them. They're nine and three. They were just not quite as good. We had Alan Blondin on uh, one of our episodes early on in the season. He's like, they're good, but they're not quite dominating, right? They beat Army 38 to 28. Gardner Webb, I think an FCS school, 31 27. They escaped Buffalo 38 26. Uh, they had a big win against Georgia State, 41-24. Uh, but again, Georgia Southern running back leaped over the defender uh, in the final minute to score the touchdown. Uh, they hung on against Monroe, actually had a goal line stand. They gave up 323 yards, kind of a fluky loss to Old Dominion. Fluky because they could not stop Old Dominion at all, and Old Dominion is not that good. I think it took Old Dominion five, their next five ball games to surpass the 323 yards rushing they had against uh, Coastal. Then they beat Marshall. It's a good win, 24 13. Uh, they got way ahead of App State. And I think that's kind of where McCall got hurt. They had to hang on, 35 uh, 28. They did beat Southern Miss with the backup quarterback, Jared Guest. Uh, they did not play Virginia because of the tragedy in uh, Charlottesville. And then with the backup quarterback, they got steamrolled by James Madison and to be honest with you, it didn't feel like they were all that into it in the first half in Troy in the Sunbelt Championship ballgame. It was 17-0, you know, like midway through the first quarter. And uh, they showed up in the second half, give credit to Coastal for coming out with some heart in the second half, but they still lost that ballgame. It was never really a ballgame. It was 45-26. Uh, uh, so they were winning a bunch of close ball games. Like in years past, they were dominating. Here they had a bunch of win and move on, which still counts. Right, if they had somehow beaten James Madison, they would have hosted the Sunbelt Championship, and who knows what happens uh, with that. Also, Grayson McCall hadn't played in three weeks, still played pretty well, but although I think he did have an interception, did he have the interception? I think he did have the interception against Troy again. He's only got two interceptions, and he did have one uh, in that Sunbelt Championship ball game. Uh, meanwhile, 
Uh, East Carolina, they put up a lot of points uh, as well. Both teams put up about 30 points. Technically, Coastal Carolina puts up 29. East Carolina, 31. They both give up a bunch of points. Uh, Coastal, 30. And East Carolina, 27. Both over 400 yards of offense per game. They both give up 400 yards of offense per game. Uh, And uh, both of them almost give up 300 yards in passing. So basically, if you're going to watch this Coastal Carolina, East Carolina ball game, this Birmingham Bowl, uh, which will be at uh, 5.45 Central Time, 6.45 Eastern Time on December 27th. Uh, the over-under 62, get comfortable because it's going to be a long game. This game will not be any less than three and a half hours and could very well be four hours. And I like the idea that Grace McCall says, I love you, Conway. I love you, Coastal Carolina. I'm going to transfer, but I'm playing in the bowl game. We're going to start what I finished, sort of. He didn't say that, but it's sort of what he's doing. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take a coastal in this ball game. I may also take the over. Coastal's getting eight points. East Carolina may win this football game, and they have some good wins, but they're also seven and five. Right? They beat Old Dominion. One of their wins against Campbell. They lost to Navy, and we saw what happened with Navy against Army. They lost to Tulane, twenty-four uh, to nine. Their best win, they have a couple of big wins, actually. They beat UCF 34-13, routed them, uh, Gus Malzahn's crew. Uh, They went to uh, Provo to beat BYU 27-24, lost a a close ball game to Cincinnati, uh, and got hammered by Houston, who is taking on the Cajuns in the Independence Bowl 42-3. They did bounce back uh, to finish with a winning record, 49-46, but they've given up a bunch of points and a bunch of yards uh, as of late. So I'm presuming that it's going to be a high-scoring affair, and we'll see if uh, if Georgia Southern can pull it out. Right now, the only team I'm picking not to win in Sun Belt, maybe a little homerism overall, I think it's too much for Louisiana to overcome the guys that they're missing, both offensively and uh, defensively. And I think Houston – is going to try and make a statement after a disappointing season this year compared to last season where they won 12 ball games and they've only won, I think, seven this year. So I think uh, everyone else, I got uh, I got the Sun Belt uh, team with uh, either the cover or uh, the victory. Although I wouldn't be surprised if – I would not be surprised uh, if Eastern Carolina wins that uh, – Football game. All right, we, I do want to talk quick basketball as a couple of games a couple of nights ago uh, as uh, Sunbelt played a couple of Power 5 schools. Uh, right after I tell you this message from NHTSA, drive sober or get pulled over. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds of you getting pulled over anyways? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. 
drive sober or get pulled over. All right, uh, a little bit more here on Locked On Sunbelt. A couple of teams playing some Power 5 schools in college basketball on, I guess it was Wednesday night, and they played pretty well for a bit. In fact, one of them kind of gave it away. Uh, App State loses to Wake Forest on a last-second shot. App State had a chance to inbounds the ball and threw it away, and Wake Forest made a last-second shot, kind of a turnaround fadeaway jumper from the lane, uh, and Wake Forest beats App State. Remember, App State had already beaten Louisville, who actually got their first win of the season on a Wednesday night. So Wake Forest beats... Uh, App State 67-66. App State drops to 6-5 and five overall. And the other uh, one I wanted to mention was Georgia State against Auburn. Georgia State had a halftime lead, 31-28. And then Auburn just proved to be uh, too much for them, uh, beating them 72-64. Uh, Georgia State just did not shoot the ball very well at all especially in the second half. I think they made like nine shots in the second half. They just did not shoot the ball at all. Well, uh, 38% from the floor, 30% from three, five for 17. Shot free throws, well, 15 to 20. Uh, But the game did get away from Georgia State. They made a little bit of a late run, but they couldn't stop uh, Auburn with their press. And the Tigers escape uh, beating Georgia State. 72 uh, 64 we have really one more week of non-conference play and i think conference play for the sunbelt starts the uh, the uh, new year's weekend right yeah so it starts the 29th and uh, the 30 uh, 31st so we got one more week of non-conference play before uh, the sunbelt basketball conference gets underway and We'll see. I mean, we got some interesting ball games or interesting teams off to interesting starts. Southern Miss and uh, the Cajuns, the only teams in the conference that have only lost one game each. Southern Miss is 10 and 1. The Cajuns are 9 and 1 heading into Thursday's action. Whereas South Alabama is 4 and 6, but they've played like five quad one schools so far. It's a crazy schedule. New Mexico, Alabama, Oklahoma, and UAB. Well, that's four. One, two, three, four so far. Maybe someone else had five. So that's pretty good. Uh, well, they finally got another win. They, they only won a couple of ball games so far this year. Only won well four ball games. They do get Spring Hill and then Jacksonville State at home before they head out to play on the road again against the Georgia schools. So uh, we will see uh, Richie Riley's guys uh, next week in. Uh, Mobile. In fact, they play Monday night and then they moved up the game time against Jacksonville State because it's it's the same day as the New Orleans Bowl. They're playing like a 2 p.m. game or 1 p.m. game local time uh, because of the New Orleans Bowl is at night. So South Alabama is like, well, if we want anyone to go to this basketball game, we got to play it earlier. Also, maybe the basketball players want to go to the football game. So uh, they'll be done by 5, 530, hop on the road and go to the bowl game. Maybe Richie Riley wants to go as well. <laughs> Depends if they win or not. Will he be 
uh, in a good uh, mood. All right, so bowl season beginning on Friday. Uh, looking forward to it. Troy is uh, kicking it off, and it's a good ball game. I don't know if it's in the best spot. It is Troy against UTSA, 24th-ranked Trojans against the 25th-ranked Roadrunners, right? They are playing in the Cure Bowl, Duluth trading a Cure Bowl. That will be 3 p.m. Eastern time and 2 p.m. Uh, Central time, uh, and it should be a good ball game. I do have Troy uh, winning that ball game and uh, covering it. It is basically a pick em as uh, actually UTSA is favored uh, by one point, but I'll take Troy when it's plus one, I guess, you know, you got to cover, you got to win to cover. So we will go uh, with uh, the Trojans. All right. Thanks again uh, for uh, watching and uh, listening. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, you've been uh, watching and listening. Uh, Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day.